This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome to it on a Monday. Glad you're with us here on the block. I'm Austin Orman, joined as always by the 90-year NBA vet, the Husker Hall of Famer, and a guy I ran into Friday after the show, Eric Strickland. Stricky, how you doing? I'm doing good today, Austin. It's um, Hopefully this will be um, a good experience uh, just getting on the boat. Um, got locked in. Internet can be spotty at times out here, so it's just one of those good things. We're gonna try to get it done for today and tomorrow. Then I obviously got scourgings and stuff like that. But hey, I'm in the building. What a wonderful freaking weekend for college basketball, man! This this and and Austin, I'll never forget to tell you what I said. This is going to be one of the craziest uh, NCAA tournaments of all time, and I think it. It's fit the building. And that's absolutely where we're at. You look at the final four we had last year. You have Duke Carolina on one side. You have Kansas Villanova on the other side. You have three blue bloods and a new blood last year. Then this year, yeah, you have three schools that have never made a final four in their history. You get two of them <laughs> facing off against Well, yeah, three, yeah, three of the four because UConn's been there. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Miami it's makes crazy. its first F, uh, FAU and SDSU in the Final Four for the first time and didn't look like an accident in either one of those cases. And UConn has looked probably the best of any of those teams uh, given the schedule they've played in the tournament to this point. So it's going to be a fantastic weekend of basketball. Had a lot of really good games in the Elite Eight. Uh, Before we get into that conversation, do need to let you know that this show is brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Uh, Check out Charles and his crew later this week down at 27th and Pine Lake in Lincoln. We'd recommend something, but it's all good. So just make sure you swing by uh, Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul at some point this week. All right, Strick. Three really good games, and UConn putting a beat down on Gonzaga. I can make a case for any of the four teams left to be the last one standing. Man, hey, listen. They they, they beat them by 30. I mean, and and listen, it wasn't even like – they didn't even look like they belonged – on the court. That's how, that's how just UConn literally gave it to them. And listen, uh, for the most part, Timmy has been having his way. And that was the difference in that matchup uh, with Sonogo is that he's not able to do the same type of things that he's normally used to doing when he beats uh, the competition. He had to kind of, uh, you know, take a little bit of that medicine back. Right. But uh, they play really good defense freaking Gonzaga and they just looked like they were stuck in sand they couldn't move and UConn was just having his way uh shout out to UConn shout out to UConn because listen they had a rough road at it and they they came through um uh, looking good and actually looking like probably the best team right now at this point coming into it probably so the other matchup on Saturday was Florida Atlantic and Kansas State ends up a three-point owls win 
they didn't run out of magic. Kansas State kind of did. Uh, Noah looked a little scared to take a shot there at the end. But all in all, that's a successful season for Jerome Tang in his first year down in Manhattan. Blew everyone's expectations out of the water. Picked last in the Big 12 in the preseason. But my goodness, Florida Atlantic, they've got the guard play. They have a big guy. The slipper still yep. fits, Strick. I mean, they're the 12th rated team in the net. Probably a little underseated uh, as a nine what a run for the Owls. And Dusty May, who just today said when he first took the job, he thought he signed his you know, coaching career away, that that was going to be it for him, that he wouldn't be able to move up. But here he has the Owls in a Final Four. What a coaching job, and it's awesome to see the slipper still fit. Absolutely. And listen, um, I started thinking about this, and and I've been waiting for this time to come. And what I've been thinking about is if I was coaching in this time frame, um, with so much parity that it's been that we've been seeing as of late, if I'm a coach at like an FAU, did you see the youth on that team? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they have but one senior. Like, they're sophomores and maybe a junior, but most of them are like sophomores and freshmen, right? If I'm him, I'm not, I'm not – why would I want to move up? I'm looking to move up and pay. You know, take care of me, FAU. Why not create what Mark Few did out there in Gonzaga? Mm -hmm. You can be there for FAU for the next 20 years if you feel that you've got a nice foundation that you can build it. Now, you got to keep the team together now because what ends up happening is guys start smelling themselves and they start looking for for greener pastures. But I would just really try to keep the unit together. Look, we got something special here. Let's really stay together. Let's build it. And let's take over the world. Come, you know, we're going to make this run now. Maybe we can run it back. You know, I would be selling that to them like uh, like a car salesman is trying to sell a new car on the lot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm real serious about that because he can literally make a mainstay on the eastern side of the coast. Remember that? Remember back in the time when uh, Florida Gulf, Gulf Coast was making that run mm-hmm. that they were making? I, I, I. I would have done the same thing, tried to do there. They got new facilities. They started to kind of upgrade a little bit. Great place to play. But I think I, I'm thinking about that, man. The, the, there's some people that just fit in that mid-major type of flow. Yep. And we're starting to see that at Marquette. We're starting to see that that's that's really who Shaka Smart. That's his zone. That's his window. That's where he fits. You know, sometimes the big blue bloods and the, and the top-tier programs may not be for you. Stay where you're at. Like, I couldn't see uh, McDermott. Why would McDermott want to go anywhere? Fantastic question. I don't 20 know. years. He would be there 30 years if he wants to. You know what I mean? He sure could. Uh, we'll talk about the other two games on the other side of our break, Miami and Texas. Really good game. Texas in control. Miami comes storming back. And then the closest game of the weekend in San Diego State and Creighton, how that one was decided. We'll get into all of that and plenty more here on the show. Uh, hour two. We're going to talk to Brian Munson of Husker Online. Uh, Brian covering the big junior day, the huge recruiting weekend for Nebraska football. So we'll talk to Brian about that in about an hour. But when we get back, Miami, Texas, and San Diego State, Creighton. Do we like how those games ended? What do we learn about that side of the bracket? He's Strick. I'm Austin. More on the block after this.